0: In his crackdown on illegal immigration, President Trump targeted sanctuary cities, signing an executive order yesterday aimed at stripping federal funds to cities that protect illegal immigrants from prosecution. The language of the order was short on specifics, although Press Secretary Sean Spicer made the intent very clear.
1: From here on out, I'm asking all of you to enforce the laws of the United States of America. They will be enforced and enforced strongly.
0: That, of course, was uh, President Trump in signing the executive order. But mayors of sanctuary cities like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Boston pushed back, vowing defiantly to continue to protect their immigrant populations. Here's Mayor Rahm Emanuel of Chicago.
2: Whether you're from Ireland or India or Israel, and whether you're from Mexico or Moldova, where my grandfather came from, you are welcomed in Chicago as you pursue the American dream.
0: Some $650 billion could be at risk, but Trump may be legally limited in his authority to withhold federal funds based on cooperation with his policies. Appoint officials in New York and California said they're ready to litigate, as California Governor Jerry Brown made clear.
2: We will defend everybody, every man, woman, and child who's come here for a better life and has contributed to the well-being of our state.
0: Joining us today are Jennifer Chacon, professor at the University of California, Irvine School of Law, and Jessica Vaughn, director of policy studies for the Center for Immigration Studies. Jennifer, there's no clear definition of sanctuary city, and the policies of sanctuary cities seem to vary widely. Are there any policies they all adhere to? No. I think one of the things that's interesting is the president has
3: used the term sanctuary almost as if it's a legal term of art. But there is a great deal of uh, variety among sanctuary cities um, and also um, other departments and agencies that practice policies that might be characterized by some as sanctuary policies. Um, so there's a lot of uh, diversity. I think some things that uh, features that they might have in common um, would include uh not using local resources, state or local resources, the resources of state and local agencies um, to investigate immigration status um, of their own accord um, and with their own um, resources.
1: And Jessica, um, Donald Trump, of course, is threatening to to cut off funds to cities. What kinds of of funds do cities receive from the federal government, putting aside for a second whether the president actually would be able to legally uh, withhold that money?
2: Well, first of all, it's not true that there's no definition of a sanctuary city in federal law. And if you read the executive orders, you see that it's clear that they're going to be using 8 U.S. Code 1373, which says that no jurisdiction can in any way prohibit or restrict their officers' communication with federal immigration authorities. And uh, no one can shield criminal aliens from detection by the federal government. And so, um, this is the section. These are the sections of the law that the Department of Justice has already said that anyone applying for DOJ law enforcement grants has to be in compliance with. And they've said that. Policy, you know, sanctuaries who have policies and in, in, that are inconsistent with that law are going to see their funding withheld. So this is already on track, and it's perfectly in uh, conformance with the law. Right now, we're talking about Department of Justice funding. Um, for law enforcement purposes, but uh, President Trump has directed his administration to look at other kinds of funding that could be potentially uh, at risk for the sanctuaries. And not only that, um, according to this executive order that was released yesterday, they could be subject to prosecution, which could include the imposition of fines in certain kinds of cases where criminal aliens who are released by the sanctuaries go on to harm others. And further, they're going to be releasing the information on the individual criminal aliens who are released by the sanctuary jurisdictions so the public can see exactly what's going on here and the leaders of these sanctuary jurisdictions. Can explain to the public why they release these people instead of allowing ICE to take custody of them for deportation. And so I think this is a real game changer.
0: Jennifer, do you agree? Hasn't the Supreme Court ruled that the U.S. can only cut funds from states and cities that violate its policies if the funds are cut from programs that are related to the policies that are being violated?
3: Yes, that's right. And let me just stress that for decades, um, state and local actors have made decisions about how to be involved in immigration enforcement. And so we can think of this not as a recent phenomenon of a few large jurisdictions announcing sanctuary policies. We can think about Special Order 40, the order that prohibits members from the Los Angeles Police Department from investigating immigration status. That order has been around since the late 1970s. When a state or a local agency or department found that getting involved in immigration enforcement undermined its core functions, like community safety or education, Education or public health, that agency often made a choice to protect the integrity of its core mission by staying out of federal immigration investigation and enforcement. In mid-1990s, Congress enacted a series of measures, including the one that Jessica referred to, that were designed to promote voluntary cooperation between state and local actors and the federal government. But Congress did not enact measures that would force states or localities to take on federal investigation and federal enforcement of immigration law, nor could they. As you just referenced, those kinds of efforts would be found constitutionally impermissible, and they've been found constitutionally impermissible in cases like Prince versus the United States. So there's a limit to what uh, the federal government can do in terms of ordering uh, the participation and cooperation of states and localities when they want investigation um, and enforcement of immigration law. That's yeah, not, je- to, say, that's me, not j- to say... Jennifer, let me ask Jessica yeah. to
1: respond to that. Jessica, isn't, isn't that uh, Prince case pretty pretty clear? The federal government can't withhold money from state governments uh, that are not... You can't can't require them to enforce federal law at risk of losing federal funding. Isn't that clear? Well, the federal
2: government's not asking state and local agencies to enforce federal law what they're asking them to do is not to obstruct enforcement of law and not to illegally uh, prohibit local officials from communicating with federal immigration authorities. That's what this is about. That's how this is defined in the executive order, and that's consistent with federal law.
1: So, so j- Jessica, let me, let let me just clarify. You, 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 you said, Jessica, had... Jessica, just want yeah. to clarify. So you said that your understanding of this executive order is that it, it it's trying to keep uh, cities from prohibiting their employees from communicating. Is that all it does, or doesn't it require them to uh, tell federal uh, authorities that they have somebody in custody?
2: Absolutely not. No, that's not what the order says. It refers specifically to the section of law that I referenced, 8 U.S. Code 1373, but it also leaves open the possibility of prosecution or fines for anyone who facilitates the illegal presence of someone in the United States. And that's, that's, a, that's a type of sanctuary policy also, uh, and that's a different question. It's not forcing anyone to do something that's contrary to federal law or that would be commandeering of resources. So I think some of these sanctuary jurisdictions are really overreacting to what people are saying. Now I'd like to think that they would do the right thing and cooperate at all times with ICE because that's, you know, the that's what the public expects and that's what keeps our communities safe. But this executive order is I'm... thoroughly within the bounds of, uh, all right. of the established law.
0: Jennifer, hold that thought. We are now going to go to Philadelphia where President Trump is addressing the GOP retreat.